Welcome, welcome, Broncos country, to another Couch Potato Sports Denver Broncos. How are we feeling? How are we feeling, Broncos country? Pretty exciting day, I'd say. What do you think, Anthony? It is a tremendous day, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) It is a day filled with many emotions. Oh, my goodness. Many emotions. Ever since I made that phone call, so for those that don't know, uh, as soon as I found out, uh, I called up you know, our dear friend Anthony on here. You broke the news to me. <sighs> I did. I thought I, you were lying to me. No. Yeah, I called him, and I was like, Anthony, did you see the news? And you're like, you're probably at work. Yeah. And you're like, no, I didn't. The Denver Broncos are getting Russell Wilson. And he's like, no fucking way. That's <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, Anthony. You need to listen to me right now. And I'm like <laughs> hyperventilating at the same Dude. time, trying to keep my composure. I'm like, yeah. Anthony, you need you need to believe me on this. The Broncos are getting Russell Wilson. And he's like, and Anthony was like, listen, if this is some fucking April Fool's <laughs> bullshit joke, I will never do a podcast with you again. And I'm like, Anthony, pull up Twitter right now while I'm on the phone with you and you look it up. And sure as shit. Right there. Yep. The Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks have agreed to terms to trade Super Bowl winning quarterback, elite quarterback, a rejoicing moment for Denver Broncos history, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is going to be Denver Bronco, a Denver Bronco on March 16th when it becomes official. He did sign his uh, provisional no trade clause. He did pass his physical. Uh, the players that were trading, you know, uh, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris, they have to pass their physicals, which uh, shouldn't be an issue. No. Um, and then it's all finalized. And then March 16th, Russell Wilson will be a Denver Bronco. How does Dude, that feel, Broncos? It, it's, country? One of those, it's one of those things that I th- we talked about this when we hired Nathaniel Hackett. Like, you see the photoshops of him in Broncos gear. And, like, I mean, I've, I literally had the one that I posted on our uh, Instagram page today. I've had that saved on my phone for months just because it, it was like a, a great Photoshop. I'm just like, ah, who knows? I have ones of Rodgers and a couple of the quarterbacks this year too. I do yeah. it every year just for fun. And, you know, I put it out there and I see that, but it, it's not going to be – it's not the same. I just want to see him holding his Broncos jersey between George Payton and Coach Hackett at Dove Valley, dude. It's insane. It's, it's absolutely insane. It was uh, quite the – emotion-filled day of course with the Rodgers news this morning and we ex- we expected that to be the case like we knew that he was going back and but then yeah, when it happened still when it, pissed me off yeah when it officially happened because there's been some whispers the last couple of days that oh maybe maybe he will decide well, yeah to the past couple of days it was said that he was torn right between right essentially there was reports of the Steelers to the Titans listen he was never going to the Steelers or the no. Titans it was the Broncos or the Green Bay Packers right and those so, were the two that yeah, so you see, you see that news, and it was just like kind of like the thoughts that I had. And we were texting during this, and I was texting another one of my buddies as well. And it's like I'm Mitch Trubisky season. Like I'm trying to talk myself into that. And I even like searched up some Mitch Trubisky highlights on YouTube to kind of like, well, like try to t- mm. like really talk myself into it. And I'm thinking about the quarterbacks. And actually, I had like less than an hour before the news of Russ broke. I literally saved one of those pictures with Photoshop pictures of Malik Willis in Broncos gear. That was really good. So I'm like, oh, you never know. And then I literally just got done eating lunch when you called me. And uh, 
I was like, because I'm like, God, who never calls me? Like, what the hell? What's, what's going on? So I answer, and it's like, I thought you were messing with me. I yeah. thought you were absolutely messing with me. And after that happened, I called my dad, like, right after I got off the phone with you and asked him, like, oh, have you seen the news? He's like, oh, yeah, Rogers. I was like, no. It's like, the Broncos just traded for Russ. And it was like a great moment because he was actually the one that called me my senior year of high school about Peyton Manning. So it was, I was just, I just repaying like, the favor. I, yeah, I was like, I got to call my dad. My first call, repay the favor. So yeah, dude, it, it's just fucking crazy. It's just, it's, it, it's great. I have my two year old chanting, let Russ cook out in the house tonight, <laughs> bugging my wife, nice. messing with her. And yeah, it's a, it's been a quite the day. It has been quite the day. And honestly, it started off pretty shitty because I know you and I, we, we came to the assumption that Rogers wasn't coming to Denver. And we, we both agreed that it was unlikely, you know, it, that he was going to end up going back to Green Bay and this whole charade of another year of him, you know, getting the spotlight and, you know, messing with the media and essentially saying, you know, I don't know what my future holds, blah, yada, yada, for him to just go back to the Green Bay Packers and get a fat payday, you know. Um, that was very disappointing, you know, because – um, a lot of people hate Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people do for the way he acts. And, you know, I, I really wanted to see the benefit and the doubt of him. I wanted, I wanted to believe he was doing all this for the greater good. He wanted to expose a franchise that, you know, could possibly be like other franchises that uses and abuses their players and holds on to the, to the, uh, the face of the franchises, the talented, and doesn't do anything to want to win. You know, and they get rid of players in the past, like he mentioned, that he truly loved playing with and that pissed him off. And then, you know, oh, his his relationship's all good now. And, oh, yeah, and by the way, that $200 million, you know, that's really going to get me to stay here. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Like, what was this about? Was, it's it, a great, was, it, was it about money? Was it about, you know, was it really about you trying to – wager your future like well did you see what did you see what charles barkley said about Aaron Rodgers? yeah that he's the girl that the pretty girl that needs to be reminded every day exactly yeah he's the pretty girl that needs to be reminded every day that he's pretty yeah and charles barkley's not one to mince his words and like he says he says things that are blunt and most of the time true and dude listen i was talking about this with guys at work today like of course i would have loved Rodgers. right i I mean i would have loved him but now that he there's no chance it's like the dude's kind of a piece of crap. Like, yeah, it's I hope always the Green been Bay like Packers that. go six and eleven this year. Yeah, and he is the way that his deal is probably going to be structured. He's going to get paid a ridiculous amount of money, probably retire after a couple of years after of losing to the Niners in the playoffs again, and <laughs> he's going to absolutely screw the Packers. They're going to be in cap hell worse than they are now, much like Drew Brees did to the Saints, and they're just screwed. So now they can't afford to. Bring back. I mean, it sounds like they're going to tag and work on a long-term deal for Devontae Adams, which is a big deal because that's Rodgers' guy, and he's probably right. the best, best receiver in football. But outside of that, what are you going to be able to bring now? What yeah, gonna, it's, 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 it's pretty much do or die for the Packers for the next two yeah. years. If they don't get a ring the next two years, this was all a failure. Yeah, you know this what? This was a complete and utter failure, and it was a dumb charade that – you know, you let somebody take advantage of you. You let yeah. a player completely take advantage of you and dictate the direction of your franchise. Yeah. You know, Zach, I'm going to do something right now. I'm drawing the, I'm, I'm going to say it. 
we've talked about Rodgers for the last year. Since this podcast started. Right. Yeah, he, we probably talked about him on our first podcast together. Probably, yeah. We're done with it. Yes, no more We're Aaron done Rogers. with Rodgers. Yeah. We have a future Hall of Fame quarterback flying to town probably this right. week. Right. It's this on, was dude. yeah, this was just the closure. This yeah. was the finally the uh, the nail in the coffin saying Broncos country, we are done with you Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Farewell following seas. I hope your failure comes soon. Yeah. Because what you did was just utter bullshit at the end of the time. At the end of the day, it was. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, and I, I, I really tried. I tried to see the benefit of the doubt. I tried to see the best in him, and it was bullshit. It was all bullshit. So, whatever. So, anyways, no more Aaron Rodgers. Um, Russell Wilson. Russell fucking Wilson. And he's been your number one since like, the beginning. He That's what made this even more sweet because – I remember I, I even remember texting you and it wasn't like a confident text. It was, hey, time to go get Russ. You this know, morning, kinda just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, time to go get Russ then, you know, kind of just like, uh, please, you know, that would be nice, but I don't think that's gonna happen, you know, kind of kind of text. It wasn't there was I'll be honest with y'all, you know, it wasn't a confidence. I didn't think it was gonna happen. I'm not I I didn't have any inside sources or anything like that. It was just a you know, a grieving text because I was sad Aaron Rodgers isn't going to come here and we we're going to have to deal with another possible recycle quarterback and deal with all that all over again this year. So, but um, I held out a little bit of faith and hey, it paid off, dude. It paid off. 30, there was like 30... no, there was no signs of it like at all. Like there was of yeah. course the whispers of they like kept us under wraps. Like there's like the whispers of Russ would would possibly trade or sign his no trade clause for a few teams. And there was always the speculation that George Payton and the Broncos are going to be extremely aggressive. And there's a possibility of Russ being traded. And then Pete Carroll at the combine says, we do not intend to trade uh, Russell Wilson, which Ben Al- Benjamin Albright made it very clear today. Friend of the pod, Ben Albright said today on KOA, he said when he heard, Pete Carroll at the combine say, we do not intend to trade Russell Wilson. That was translating to up your offer because you don't say that. If you don't plan on trading somebody, you say, we're not trading Russell Wilson. Yeah. Or you say Russell Wilson is our quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. You, yep. you just, you just put it to bed kind of yep. like what the Browns did. And dude, so. let's, let's talk about the offer for a minute. Yeah. What, let's, the, let's get into that because yeah. I have, I have some, I don't have some quarrels about the offer itself, but I have some quarrels about some of Broncos country that I'm My just like, God. I know, but you go ahead. Say your piece. Yeah. So, I mean, for those who don't know, first two first rounders, two second rounders. Uh, and the first and a, rounders. And a fifth. Yeah. Yep. First rounder this year, first rounder next year. Yep. Second rounder this year, second rounder next year. Yes. And uh, the second rounder this year is the first of our two second round picks. Mm-hmm. Then we're also trading them a fifth this year. And getting a fourth this year in return. And of course, Russell Wilson. Oh, and then Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, which Shelby Harris, well, Drew Locke was actually the first name that I saw that got leaked, which I kind of assumed. Yeah. And then Shelby was the second one, which sucks because, I mean, Shelby's been great for the Broncos and he really hit his stride here in Denver. And, um, he just signed that big extension last year and everybody was super excited about him being here for the long haul. So that one stings. And then 
I just kept I'm like browsing Twitter and looking at all these sources like okay what's else because I keep seeing like one more player one more player I thought involved. it was Jerry Judy and I yeah but the, I see it was Jerry I thought it was Jerry Judy also but then you see his tweets that he's releasing yeah. like oh we live with flame emojis like but at the same like, time okay, like these players don't... don't know that they're traded until they see it <laughs> you know right, that, so have you heard of that yeah that sometimes these players find out on Twitter <laughs> right so I was worried about that and then I'm like then it came out one young up and coming offensive player and I was like if they traded Javante Williams oh yeah that would have really it would have like he was the one that came to my head like if it was Judy like Okay, I understand. Even I mean, and even Javante Williams, I would get over it, but it was one of those ones like, man, that hurts. And to think it was Noah Fant, of course, and that does suck. Noah Fant never hit his true potential here, and he's still really young. He still has a really bright future ahead of him. And I mean, how do you feel about that? Because you literally last summer said you would not be okay with Noah Fant being involved in a deal for one of these quarterbacks. And now that it's happened, what what do you think? Oh, I'm completely fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think I, I don't know what kind of mental uh, process I was going through back then, but <laughs> I feel like I had a reason why. And, you know, I this was before, you know, the Drew Locke really, really didn't sit well with me. And I still had a lot of hope in Drew Locke. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, so that's – completely different now i am a hundred percent okay with this trade <laughs> Dude, it, and it's so crazy because when they when i saw that it was a young up-and-coming offensive player i'm thinking like what are the what do the uh, seahawks need or oh, they have horrible o-line like one of the worst in the league it's like oh we got guys like quinn Miners and dalton reisner like young two really young up-and-coming offensive linemen I'm like man that would kind of suck if that was involved because it'd be great to have them around for you know, Russ to, to, to protect Russ. Right. And they didn't even get one of those guys. They got a tight end, which they don't fucking use tight ends in in Seattle. So you feel bad for uh, Noah Fant there. Mm-hmm. Shelby Harris, although really good for the Broncos, he's up there in age. I doubt he wants to be a part of a rebuild. I bet he's going to get out as soon as he can. And then, of course, Drew Locke, which is, yeah, take, I mean, see ya. But yeah. Dude, the things I've been seeing. Oh, about, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. let me say, let me say my positive piece about it. Okay. Before we get into that, so yeah, so you you heard the offer, the detail of the trade. Uh, like I said before, I'm 100 percent okay with the trade. You know, because at the end of the day, you can look back and see first round drafted quarterbacks and how many of them have actually won Super Bowls that weren't named. Ben Roethlisberger, Pat Mahomes, you know, Peyton Manning, the yeah. last 20 years. If you're talking the terms of the last 20 years, you really don't see first-round drafted quarterbacks really excel in this league too often. And that's why it's the hardest position to fill and the most important position to fill at the same time in all of sports uh, because it just takes a special person to fill that role. And for me – you know, yeah, you, you lose out on first-round drafted, you know, skill players or linemen or, you know, whatever, defensive players. But those don't get you to the Super Bowl. You know, we, we went the last six years understanding that you need a quarterback to get yeah, by. Exactly. Um, Broncos country should be privy 
to understanding that a quarter having a, the guy at quarterback is so damn important. And so those first round draft picks, yeah. Look at See it this ya. way. Look at See it this ya. way, real quick. Just let me. Yeah, go sorry. On. The Rams. Look at what the Rams did. They right. had a great team for the last five years. Great mm-hmm. team, top to bottom, one of the top defenses, great offensive weapons, good old linemen, and just a subpar quarterback in Jared Goff. Did what, it was, did what was necessary to go get the quarterback that Sean McVay circled and said, this is who I want, this is who's going to run my offense, who's going to be the leader of my team. Went and got Matt Stafford last year and won the fucking Super Bowl. Right. The quarterback makes the difference in everything. How many For how many years have we been saying Broncos are quarterback away, quarterback away? And yeah. look at this roster. We, and we didn't hurt the roster. They did not hurt the roster in no. this trade today. Like, Noah Fant sucks because, yeah, you'd love to see him with a quarterback that was competent out there. We have our receiving core still intact. Portland Sutton, Jared Judy, Tim Patrick. Oh, and by the way, KJ Hamler's coming back. I don't know if you've seen Russell Wilson with a speedster named Tyler Lockett the last decade. Yeah. Uh, KJ Hamler's that fast and he's yeah. that good. And he can probably be faster. Guy. Exactly. And but, you have, yeah. sorry, go ahead, dude. We, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, like the second, the second rounders, you know, it, it's important. You know, we, we were able to pick up Javante Williams with a second rounder. And a, a lot of second rounders in the league are, key contributors in the NFL for sure. And then, you know, then you just give away a fifth rounder, you know, which is, eh, you know, I'm whatever. It's just a little added cherry to the top of the pie. Then you have the players and Drew Locke. It's obvious, you know, he's not going to be a starter here, obviously. So why hold on to him? You know why he doesn't need to be a backup, you know, throw him in a trade, give him, you know, give the Seahawks some incentive. Hey, we'll give you a quarterback in return, a young quarterback that you can potentially develop. You know, I don't think that's the route they're going to take. I think they might snag a quarterback in free agency, but um, hey, you never know. You know, go to a different system, a system that might work for Drew Locke, which I doubt because they do the zone run. They are Pete Carroll really wants to do that. Um, Which might be beneficial because you don't have, he doesn't have to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, and then you know, no offense, that sucks. But we do have Albert O. And yes. like I mentioned to you earlier, you know, if the Broncos, you know, don't draft anybody else in a key position, you know, and if they able to then fill that position of need through free agency, you can go out and possibly get someone like Trey McBride if he falls to you. Yep. If he falls to you, he's the number one tight end in the draft this year. So that's a tough task. But if he's there and you're on the clock, I could see the Broncos picking him up. I really could. Why not? Um, if you fill those in needs. He's, he's a CSU kid. Yeah. Home, homegrown. And the, the incredibly talented, talented tight end, you know, could possibly be even better than Noah Fant was. But who right. knows? Um and then Shelby Harris, yeah, he really, like you said earlier, he really, you know, came to his came to himself here in Denver. He he led the league in swatted passes for the last couple of years, and you know he was a contributor. But you know you can go out and find a replacement for Shelby Harris uh, in the defensive tackle position. The whole point is, you know, you can go and get an elite quarterback that will turn your franchise around in Russell yeah. Wilson. 
instead of throw instead of risking it in the division that we are in with Herbert, Carr, and Mahomes, why not just go get your guy, give up the farm for him, and don't don't completely decimate your roster, which they didn't, and just get the guarantee. Get the guaranteed guy. Get the leader in Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is an incredible human being. Walter Payton, man of the year. Um, just a stellar dude. And he takes his job so seriously. They, I don't know if you, do you yeah, follow him on Instagram? I do not. I do not. He, I swear, every post he makes is him working out. And he's, it, just recent posts, it's him, you know, I, I think he's in LA or something because there's palm trees, but he's on a field, you know, at one of his houses. And, you know, he's just throwing passes. He's getting ready. He's moving in and out of the pocket. You know, he's just all in all the time. He's a professional. He's exactly what Peyton Manning was. Yeah. And that's what sets him apart. Yeah. And so, that is your quarterback, Denver. Denver. Yeah. That is your quarterback. So tonight I was listening to Broncos Country tonight with Ben Albright and Ryan Edwards, and they had yeah. a guy named Jake Heaps on. And he's he was a, the source, right? Well, I'm not, he is uh, Russell Wilson's one of his trainers. He's training partners with him. Okay. He, he was a former quarterback with uh, Seattle. Now he's a a sports host out there and he's an elite 11 coach and he's actually the head coach of the Russell Wilson quarterback Academy. He's like as tight as it gets with Russ. And he was actually on the show tonight. They got him on. So I listened to it and they were, he was talking about how he had no idea this was coming at all. He said he was literally working out with Russ this morning and they were talking about the Aaron Rodgers news and stuff. And when they left their training session, a couple hours later, the news broke, but he kind of explained what kind of guy the Bronx are getting. And he said, you're getting like the, the number one way to describe him is competitor. He, he literally named his, his, one of his children win, which is kind of corny, but I mean, that's how serious he takes it. Like that's what he wants to do is win. And he wanted to be here. He wanted to come here because he saw the framework that the Broncos already have in place. He saw a great GM, a great, or hopefully a great head coach, a great fan base, a great roster. He, he's coming to win. And Jake Heap's point that he was making was he takes everything extremely serious. He's extremely professional. Like everything, like you just said, everything you got with Matt, uh, Peyton, you're getting it all again now. And how about six years younger, five years younger than Peyton was when he came to Denver? Yep. Like, dude, it can't get any better. It cannot get any better. Right Incredible. Now. Look at it this way. My brother-in-law, I mean, as I told you before, all my in-laws are Chicago fans. Was it Brett? Uh, my older brother, my older brother-in-law, Cody. Okay, yeah. Hates the Broncos. I, we've battled back and forth for years. <laughs> Text me today. About to order my Broncos jersey. Like, that's just the kind of guy Russell Wilson is. Like, people right. follow him, like the guys that don't like the Brian. There's obviously haters out there, and I'm sure we'll touch on that. And I have a... I got a good one for you here soon when it comes to the haters of this trade, but well, real quick. Uh, it's an, a funny thing that I just remembered. Uh, so you remember Russell Wilson, he was on the, uh, Eli and Peyton Monday night football yeah. with them. He's been on there a couple times, but yeah, I think it was the second game he was on. It was the Cardinals Rams game, that yep. Monday night game. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they were talking and it just seems like Peyton Manning has a ton of respect for Russell Wilson which is really cool to see because, you know, Peyton Manning sees something in him. You know he's great. Um, 
and it was just cool. I remember just sitting there watching and I think I texted you and I said, wow, you know, just to think that you're possibly watching the future quarterback of the Denver Broncos along with the owners of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yep. I remember it. Well, one piece fell in. So let's go Peyton. Yeah. <laughs> let's go get the ownership. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, okay. So yeah, let's get into the haters, you know, with this, the haters, you know, Broncos country, you know, it, it, it's so funny because it's copy and paste from the Peyton Manning stuff. You know, I, I saw some things where people are like, oh, he just came off of a hand surgery. You know, oh, no. he's never been the same since. I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, oh, dude, my God. Let's goodness. just get into that right fucking now. Let's okay? do it. Because I pulled it up because I wanted because I heard that shit at work today. Yeah. So before the hand surgery or before the injury this year. He had, let's see, 10 touchdowns and one interception in his first five games. And then he breaks his hand. And that was inclu- that's including the game against the Rams where he broke his finger, was out the rest of the game, obviously, so didn't finish that game. Was out three games and came back, got off to a rocky start, which, mind you, the Seattle team as a whole is just absolutely freaking horrible. Like, Besides their receivers and Russell Wilson, they're they're awful. Like, let's be honest. There's very little talent. They run an old school, out of date offensive scheme with an old school, out of date head coach. So he comes back in after his injury, doesn't get off to a hot start. But over the last four games of the season, he threw what is oh nine touchdowns to two interceptions to finish off the season. Against the Rams, Chicago, Detroit, which Detroit sucks, but Arizona, three f- really good defenses, two of which are in his division. I know him very well. He ended the season strong. Look at it this way. He had touchdown to interception last year was 25 touchdowns to six interceptions last year. And they're saying that he has a, had a down year. What would you have given to see a 25 and six? Touchdown interception season by a Broncos quarterback these last six years. My left nut. Dude, exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, so I got a, I got a text from a buddy of mine. And I, I work with him. And I even told him after he texted, I was like, dude, I will talk to you about this tomorrow because I'm not texting this much. So <laughs> I, and I asked him, I was like, Is, are, you get, are you giving me this argument or are you hearing this from somebody? Because if so, there's a lot of stupid people out there. But he kind of sent me a text about Broncos gave up a boatload. Shelby Harris is very good. No offense, serviceable. Drew like a good, decent backup. Too many picks. <laughs> and then, then, I, then he says this. And again, I don't know if he was saying this or he was reiterating it from somebody else, which that's what I think is happening. But this is the text. A lot, just saying it's a lot for a guy who was mediocre last year. Garoppolo had 697 more yards, two more touchdowns, and several more wins than Russ last year. Also available for a lot less. Give me a goddamn break. If I have mm. to defend this Russell Wilson over, I mean, this Russell Wilson trade over trading probably a first rounder and maybe a, a day two pick for fucking Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm going to lose my, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> 
I'm going to lose my mind. Dude. There's not a comparison. There is not a comparison. This Russell Wilson is a nine-time Pro Bowler. And no, Pro Bowls don't mean what they used to, but that shows. And a Super Bowl winner. A Super Bowl champion. And was it any first-team pa- All-Pro a couple first years? Team, yeah, first-team All-Pro. Walter Payton Man of the Year, as you said. He has put up extreme numbers. Let's, let's just run through his career numbers while we're at it. Since, yeah, you know, I was looking at those two. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Oh, 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 where'd I go? Where'd I go? Where'd I go? Here we are. Yeah, he led the league with passer rating one year. Yes. I saw that with a 110. Oh, man. Um, I lost it all. I lost it all. Here we go. So, just, and oh, by the way, extremely durable. Last year, those three games he missed, the first three games he's missed in his entire career. Yep. It was 167 consecutive games or something. Yes. So, incredible. The last. Including, so yeah, 25 touchdowns last year to six interceptions. The year before, 40 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. The year before, 2019, 31 touchdowns, six, uh, five interceptions. The year before that, 2018, 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And let's just go one more while we're at it. 2017, 34 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. The last three years or the last five seasons, including, or excuse me, 25 touchdowns last year, but the four prior seasons, over 30 touchdowns, including a 40-touchdown season. They speak for themselves. Dude, like, the give me a break. For himself. And uh, average 4,000 yards a season. Like, is so, dude. Let me ask, is your friend a casual or is he actual follower of the Broncos? He, he follows, again, I think he was reiterating – from somebody else. I think somebody else was saying like he was like certain maybe radio arguing, station. <laughs> may, possibly that, but I think maybe like somebody at the gym or something was talking to him. Probably from another casual. Yeah, and saying like, oh, you Listen, know, just like, spewing bullshit and he was, because he knows I'm the resident Broncos fan and obsessed with the Broncos and we do the pod and he actually listens to the pod and he was like, dude, Tell me, like, break this down for me. And I was like, dude, too much to text. We'll get into it tomorrow. Like, this yeah. is, re- and I told him, listen to the podcast. We're breaking it down. Don't hit me with the, oh, well, Garoppolo would have been better. Right. The Cousins and, would have been better. Drafting, give me a goddamn break. Right. Let me preface before I, you know, tell this. So I am all about having the Vans having a voice. Like, that's the point of Couch Potato Sports is that every fan has a voice. They have, their frustrations that they want to air out, you know, they have their, you know, positivity that they want to air out. I'm all about it. You know, it's a safe place for fans just to come and vent or be excited about. That's what Couch Potato Sports is built on. Yeah. And because I, <clears throat> I, I hated it, you know, when I would, you know, essentially somebody, you know, would get on a certain radio station and, you know, they would just hang up on them halfway through because they, didn't believe in what they were saying. So right. um, I'm not about that. However, if you're going to come at somebody, you know, have a better reason. <laughs> um, Jimmy Garoppolo, I can't believe I'm saying this. Jimmy Garoppolo is not better than Russell Wilson. I will just say that. And I have 100% confidence in saying that Jimmy Garoppolo coming to Denver would not benefit the Denver Broncos as much as Russell Wilson's going to benefit the Denver Broncos. We would be talking about that a new would, quarterback next year. That's yeah, that's a cold again. hard fact. And you know, if you need more 
you know, reasoning or justification, look at the stats we were just looking at and then compare them to Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't want to, I don't care how many more yards Jimmy Garoppolo had than Russell Wilson. If Jimmy Garoppolo was truly elite to the level of Russell Wilson, he would have more than 600 yards than Russell Russell Wilson this year. If, If he was truly elite to him. Yeah. The, they would, the he would have a Super Bowl. Fr- the people they would have two won, Super Bowls. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, they would. Because the Niners are According stacked. to some sources, they literally, the coaching staff in the, inside that building, literally blame having Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback for the reason they did not beat the Kansas City Chiefs in right. the Super Bowl. And if he was on the same level of Russell Wilson, then why the hell would you mortgage your future last year to trade up to the number three pick and draft Trey Lance? Right. You never saw Seattle do that. Never. Um, but yeah, that there's, there's no argument there. And if you do want to argue about that, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to do to convince you just to, to convince you that Russell Wilson is Super Bowl winning quarterback, nine time pro bowler, uh, first team, all pro multiple years, you know, has a better resume and a better career than Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I don't know what to, I, you, you can't be argued with. No, like you've, you've had your, and you've he's had played your with far up. worse talent. Right. And Over the last, what, four or five years? But, you know, then you look at Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. The 49ers team is absolutely ridiculous. Like, yep. that roster is so good. Yep. And what do they have to show for it? You know, can you, can you imagine if Tom Brady went to the Niners instead of the Tampa Bay Bucks? Yeah. The Niners would be back-to-back champs. Rogers, without a doubt. Rogers, I mean, put doubt. Russ on that team. What would Ru- yeah. Without a doubt, that team would have back-to-back Super Bowls with Russ, Rodgers, or Brady. Without a doubt. I would wager a large amount of money on that. You know, um, But Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have that. And like I said, if you want to argue about Jimmy Garoppolo being better, like I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> I'm really not because that is not an argument worth having. And yeah. Uh, I know you're going to talk to your friend tomorrow. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to set it straight. I'm gonna you're, set gonna, it straight. You're, just gonna, you're just gonna have to be like, listen. Yeah. Please don't ever tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Russell Wilson, and please don't ever tell me that the Denver Broncos are better off with Jimmy Garoppolo than they are with Russell Wilson, because yeah. I do not feel like having this argument because it'll be short, sweet, and there might be a little animosity after it's, our argument, especially <laughs> after what the Broncos had. To- <laughs> Especially after what the Broncos gave up <laughs> to get Russ. Oh, yeah. You know? They didn't give uh, up anything. I mean, they gave up stuff, obviously, pieces. The that uh, heaps that I was just talking about, the uh, Seattle radio host that is buddies with Russ Wilson, when he was on with Broncos Country Tonight, he said, it, he, it, like, the trade for Seattle makes zero sense. He said he does not understand. The, he, of course, he understands the picks, but he said he did not understand the players that were involved and why Seattle would ask for the players that they got. That's a, a guy living in Seattle that played for this team, that played for this regiment, that talks with Russell Wilson probably, if not every day, every week. Mm-hmm. Is literally saying it makes no sense why those players were involved. And he also said, but I'm really happy for Russ. Yeah. So he said Russell Wilson had no idea, or he knew. No, he he said he assumes, and from my understanding, listening to Ben Albright on Brock's Country tonight, he said that 
Russ knew behind closed doors what was happening. And um, like a little timeline, it sounded like obviously the whole NFL world has been speculating that Rodgers is going to be going back to the Packers. And apparently uh, this last Sunday, I, I don't know if it was two days ago, like last this past Sunday or two Sundays ago, but it was pretty much confirmed to the Broncos that from a very trusted source that Rodgers would not be leaving Green Bay. So they shifted their yeah. focus to uh, – um, Well, this was going on since after the Senior Bowl, correct? Right. That's where these discussions started happening. And yeah. what's so crazy about it and this uh, that uh, Jake Heaps on the Bronx Country Tonight said that the Washington Commanders – and the Philadelphia Eagles both had better offers on the table than the Broncos got. One, Would anyone they, to come here? They, yeah. One, the, it's probably unlikely that, the, that Seattle would have kept him in conference, Russ. And two, Heap said that he, Russ did not trade or waive his no-trade clause. He would not do it for Washington or Philly, that Denver was his choice. Amazing. That, that says it all, dude. Yep. And and as we were breaking it down, the receiving core, the running game, especially, and we'll have to break. We'll have to get into this maybe on the next pod when we start talking about free agency and stuff. But like, no, oh, that changes the whole topic for right, sure. Right, but I'm just, <laughs> but like with our running back room, first of all, you have Javante Williams, who's we know how we, everybody knows how we feel about Javante Williams. Yeah. But Belford Gordon and Russ were. Went to college together. Yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And as much as I want to see Javante Williams run all over the league and take all the carries, it is an extremely smart move to have Melvin Gordon back as a Bronco, especially now. Yeah. Especially now. And look at it this way. I was thinking about this today. Russell Wilson put up 25-6 and six last year with missing three games, with playing a bulk of the season, with a, bro- with a freaking splint on his throwing hand. And, of course, he had DK Metcalf, great receiver. Tyler Lockett, great receiver. Name players outside of that, them that you know that are decent on that team. Right. Chris Carson is a really good running back. Yes, he was injured most of the season. The end of list. End of list. He is coming into a situation right now where the Broncos have, I mean, position group. The only position group like that's comparable is the receiving core. And top to bottom, we I would say we have better receiving core because we got three, even four guys. If KJ comes back, that are way above average. Mm-hmm. Offensive line. This is probably the best offensive line that Russ will ever have played behind. Yep. Um, running backs. Running back. I mean, they always have a great running game and. Uh, well, they Seattle. had Marshawn Lynch, so right. But even <laughs> in recent years, in recent years, I mean, they have good guys, but they run a lot. Yeah. We have two really good running backs. Well, one really good running back. We'll see what happens with Melvin. And then let's get into the defense. The last few years, the Seattle defense has been one of the worst in the league. Was it two years ago that they were on pace to give up the most passing yards in NFL history? Yeah, dude. And you're coming into a top ten defense with the Broncos. Top five. Yeah, and who now can focus on just adding even more pieces to a defense? Because you just completed the offense. Yep. What are you going to go get? Like, probably maybe a Now it's just plug and play. And now players are going to want to come play for you. 
this is this is such a good which news. leads me to my next point day. and i've got i i texted you about this earlier von miller is coming back to the broncos without a doubt and there is mutual interest there uh, i believe that was confirmed yesterday right mm-hmm. uh well von miller he posted it all over his social media so saying he he's wonders if he can get his old locker back and he's kind of missing that old thing you know, 5280, all that stuff. Which, by the way, is funny how many people ask what 5280 means. Dude, and, I uh, saw that. Like, and uh, Ben Albright reposted it and said, oh, that's that's uh, the amount of miles above sea level Colorado is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, well, the amount of so, feet. But, I mean, if you're not from Colorado, I guess you wouldn't understand that, you know, because 5280 is a very widely known term here in Colorado right. for obvious reasons, but... Um, they're probably from out of state and they didn't understand what they meant. So, um, or nor did they care to do the research to figure it out. But anyways, right. uh, I'm, that's my lock. I, I think Von Miller is coming back. And especially since we have Russell Wilson, like that's, that's, he's, he's going to want to compete for another ring. And we just, we solidified it for him. We're competing for another ring with Russell Wilson. Yeah. We are. Plain and simple, the Broncos are are relevant again. And I don't know if you saw the odds that came out yep. today. We're the to we're fourth best odds of winning the Super Bowl, yeah. tied for fourth, twelve to one. Right, let me Insane. ask you this: If Insane. Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to the Broncos, would our odds have changed it that much? No, no. That's all that <laughs> needs to be said. Would it go from twenty four to one, twelve to one? It probably so, would have went to like twenty to one. Yeah, nothing special. It's yeah. just, yeah. This, I mean, this is a, this is. When I think back of like on the really momentous days in Denver Broncos history, this is, racks up with him, dude. Like, I don't think people, I don't think, I mean, a lot of people do understand that. And that's what's really comparable to, to the Peyton Manning time. Exactly. This is exactly, this is 100% comparable to the Peyton Manning talk, the Peyton Manning signing. Like, the Broncos, you, you said it perfectly. On Facebook, you could serve up an elite quarterback on a silver platter to Broncos country, and some of them would still find something to bitch about. And that is what's happening with this. Mm. Give me a damn break, dude. Give me a freaking but break. That's the way it's going to be. And even, you know, even in the years during the Peyton Manning era, you still had those few haters out there. You know, oh, his passes look like ducks, or, you know, he doesn't have it like he used to, even though he went 13 and three that season. You know, it's just, you can't get rid of all of them, you know. You can never ever satisfy an entire population of human beings. <laughs> That's the yep. way it works. And, but it was surprising how many doubters I did see out there today. And it was, it was concerning, you know, not like it's going to affect the Broncos at all, but I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, this has been the moment we've been begging for and had such desperation for since Peyton Manning left. We have suffered. And like I've mentioned earlier, I don't care if you're a Browns fan. I don't care how long you've been suffering. This especially especially sucks for Brent Denver because we've never been a Browns. We've never been a Bengals. We've never been a Lions. We've always been, you know, minus like the 70s, you know, when, you know, we were still getting in our groove. But, you know, it's – those these past six years, man, have been excruciating, and it just sucked, sucked so much to get so hyped up for the season. 
to watch the game and just watch them completely shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Watching watching the quarterback play, especially, you're like, come on. Like can't why can't we find the guy for our football team? It's the Denver Broncos. It's the Denver fucking Broncos. Like, how come we can't find a quarterback? You right. know, and we finally have them, and we still see some of those people chirping, and I'm like, there's the, the people like that, they just live miserable lives. Exactly. That's what I'm convinced. I'm just convinced that they're they look, you know, misery loves company. And they're just gonna look for something to bitch about. They're just gonna look for something time. to bitch about. And, you know, I feel like the haters will, you know, you know, dwindle down once we see Russell Wilson on the field and we start winning and our offense is actually exciting to watch again. You know, I think that'll go down quite a bit, but you're still gonna have those, you know. You know, I, I saw a post today, a couple posts. It's like, oh, you gave up this much for an aging quarterback. Like, Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. He's 34 years old, man. 33. He, he's 33. I thought he just turned 34. I think he, he just turned 33. Is that okay? Even better. Yeah. He's 33. And you're, you're possibly going to have him for six to eight years. Yeah. You know, it's. What more could you ask for? You know, you don't have to build. You're around. going. You yeah. You have a, a franchise quarterback. You have a franchise quarterback who's going to spend half of his career with you because George Payton is not going to let him go. He's going to extend him and keep him until he retires out of Denver. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So, whether you like it or not, which I hope you do like it, he's our quarterback. Broncos country. Russell Wilson is our quarterback. He's the face of our franchise. And you better get excited because well, dude, it's this, going to be ex- very exciting. Exactly. This changes the the state. Like, think that Bronco, Denver and Colorado as a whole are a football state. They are. Yeah. And it's Broncos. I mean, of course, you have your other fans, but like Broncos is what this state revolves around. Yep. And the NFL you, dominates you just the market. It. You just changed everything. You literally just changed everything. I mean, top to bottom, we changed how we're gonna we're gonna see primetime games now. Primetime games that mean something. Oh, we're yeah. gonna see important games in December. We're yep. gonna see a playoff playoff runs. We're gonna see touchdowns. Like how good is it gonna be to see offensive touchdowns? Yep. It's just I mean, it's changing everything. This podcast, like we don't have to talk about this quarterback bullshit anymore. Nope. It's, it's, we get to I mean, talk about what pieces we could add to make the team better. Yeah, which is, exactly. Which is I, – I, I still just can't believe it, Anthony. I, this is just too much at once for me to handle. <laughs> Look at it this way. The years of disparity are over. <laughs> Look at it this way. So my brother-in-law, Brett, bought me a bottle of 20-year-aged Pendleton Canadian whiskey nice. for the birth of my son. And it gets brought out for special occasions every now and then. It's not, uh, you know, it's not getting drank very often at all. I'll be honest with you, Zach. I'm sipping on a glass of it right now. There that's you go. Kind of, that's what kind of day Let's this go, is. You know, baby. Like that, that's how big of a deal this is, dude. It is. It's a it's, very big deal. I don't, I don't think people understand how big of a deal this is. They just don't understand it. And, oh, and well. I feel like people do the true the true fans, the people that follow the team, the people that have been there, you know, watched every game, dealt with the misery of watching the team struggle, you know, just to finally like you get that big 
breath of fresh air today. Yeah. And it's it, boy, was it a mighty breath because I still can't breathe right. Dude, I knew I, it. I went, I, when you were, I could hear you heavy yeah, breathing yeah. over the phone. I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> well, you're like, what? Did you kill your wife or something? Yeah, man? Like, what's what going is, on? What is happening? <laughs> but here's, uh, the, here's the best part, too. Um, we still have five picks in the top 115 picks. Yep. George Payton, build yourself a statue. Build the George, man a George, statue, dude. George Payton. Well, uh, it was funny. I saw a thing on Altitude Sports on the, their social media. You know, I don't know if you saw that, but when the, the news dropped, it was during the, the um, Hastings, Dover, and uh, Harris show, mm-hmm. the midday show. And, uh, you know, they were sitting there, and then their producer gets on. He's like, hey, I just received some huge, huge breaking news. And – you know, Adam Schefter reports that, you know, the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks have agreed to terms to send Russell Wilson's Super Bowl, Bowl, Super Bowl champion quarterback to Denver, and they all just lost their minds. Yeah. They all just went nuts. And um, gee, I forgot where I was going with this because my mind's going a mile. <laughs> Man, what did you say before this? Sorry. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, I know. It's it's so many thoughts. That's just what's happening. That's that's what's that's the uh, kind of day. Anyways, it, because... it was just it was cool, and you just see, you know, Zach By. I love Zach By. He's yeah. with one hundred four three. The fan, really good dude. Uh, I saw him. You know his reaction, and it's funny because they went to commercial break, and he just stands up and he's clapping and walking through the office, yelling, saying, "Let's go!" You know, it's this impacted Broncos country. This impacted Colorado in such a positive way that. You know, like I said, it was that huge breath of fresh air for everybody. The diehard football fans, the diehard Broncos fans. And, you know, I called, I called you, I called my brother-in-law Jordan and, you know, I talked to him about it and we were joking and he said, uh, he's like, so do you think he'll be number three? I'm like, uh, this was before I knew Drew Locke was leaving. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Drew Locke will give up his number probably for Russell Wilson. And he's like, oh, what if he doesn't? I'm like, well, they'll probably have a sock party. Uh, for Drew Locke and you know, rip that number off his jersey and give it to Russ. But yeah, yeah then obviously we found out. And then I called my buddy Kyle, and he said he was with his uh, the CEO of his company, and he was driving him around, and he dropped him off, and his phone was just blowing up. And he's like, "What the hell is going on?" And then he saw the news, and he just started hooting and hollering in his car. So it was a good day. Yeah, it was a very good day, great, man. Dude. The Pendleton kind of day, huh? Yes, sir. So awesome. Yes, sir. <laughs> just bliss. Blissful. Just very exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. I still for can't believe just... it. I'm looking. I just looked up Russell Wilson Broncos, and I'm just staring at the news articles, and I just – I haven't opened any of them up. And I know what they say, but, yeah. you know, it's just – I just can't believe it. Like, I can't believe it. You just got to get him here, get him in some Broncos gear. <laughs> See Sierra in the- in her orange and blue, you know, yep, it's gonna be—it's yep. it's just crazy, dude. It's just and wild, I, I, and it's I'm, all before free agency even happens. Yep. All so before, now, a week so before. now you have players like Von Miller. They're like, okay, it's time for uh, it's time for Broncos country yep. now. Let's run it back. <laughs> Let's run it back. <sighs> Man, insane. Yeah, dude. All right. 
Well, we kind of ran longer than I expected, but that's okay. <laughs> Usually um, do. <laughs> um, do you have any final thoughts about this beautiful day? No, man. I think we hit it all. It's just it's yeah. a great feeling. Yes. It, I mean, there's nothing else to say. We, I just can't wait to see it all start unfolding. And it just gets you excited with the moves that George Payton has done this first year as the GM of the Denver Broncos. It just gets you excited. Dude, it gets you excited for the future. And now you have the quarterback in place. Now what is he going to do? You know? You have a head coach. You have have a head coach who we're very high on. You have your quarterback who we're extremely high on. Um, GM, obviously, we're extremely high on. The future's looking bright, Anthony. Absolutely, dude. About damn time. We deserve this. Yes. (laughs) We deserve this. It's finally coming into fruition. But, (laughs) all right. Oh, and I'm also looking forward to, like I mentioned, I follow him on Instagram, and he's a hype man. He's always just like, go Hawks this, go Hawks that. You know, I can't wait for him to say, what's up, Broncos country? Yeah. Uh, Like, thank you for the opportunity. You know, I'm excited to play in front of you guys. I'm excited. I've been to the stadium a few times. You guys are extremely loud. You know, it was always a tough environment to play in. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to be on the other side and, you know, have you guys support me. And I won't let you down. Let's go. Let's get to business. You know, something like that. You know, he's going to say something like that. Yeah, it's going to be great. The biggest damn grin on my face ever. And (laughs) it's so funny because one more thing, I feel bad about it, but I was just so excited and, you know, I like, you know, telling my wife everything, even though she doesn't necessarily care about football as much <laughs> as I do. But uh, right. unfortunately, she had a stomach bug today and, you know, I, I work from home today. So um, <clears throat> but uh, she was sleeping and but I thought she was awake and she was awake <laughs> like 15 minutes before because I went in there for something. But she fell asleep and uh, I, I got off the phone with you and I went straight into the room. I'm like, I'm like, Jess, Jess, Jess. Woke her up. <laughs> yeah, you need to be awake for this I'm right like, now. Jess, the the Broncos just got Russell Wilson. And she's like, what? I'm like, the Broncos just got Russell Wilson. She's like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's so awesome. That's your guy. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, I'm sorry I woke you up, but I had to tell you. So. Yeah. <laughs> you should have just kicked the door and started yelling, know, right? jumping on the bed. <laughs> getting crazy let russ cook yeah let russ cook yeah um and then uh sorry one more thing uh you know i changed my profile picture to russell wilson just because i was so excited that profile <laughs> that picture you were talking about earlier yep yep and uh uh she i don't know if you what you saw what she commented she's like oh you replaced my profile or a picture of me and you for him i see how it is <laughs> That's just the way things have to be sometimes. She needs right. to understand Hey, this. I changed the cover photo to the whole family before yeah. I did that. I didn't the- completely <laughs> abandon my family, okay? I, th- I know how that goes. <laughs> I, know, I know how it goes. <laughs> All right. We'll end it there. So for those that are listening, thank you for listening to the Denver Broncos Couch Potato Sports Podcast. Man, oh man, what a day it was. Um, I hope you guys are out celebrating. I hope you have a nice glass of 20-year-aged whiskey with some ice sitting in your hands right now because it is a great day. Um, uh, Like always, be sure to check out the other podcasts. You know, we have the Avs, Nuggets, and the Rockies podcast. You know, very great. Uh, Obviously, the Nuggets and the Avs are really good teams in Colorado as well. You know, got to give them the hype train also. 
but let's be honest, today was about Russell Wilson. Uh, so, uh, yeah, great day, great times. Looking forward to it, Anthony. Yeah, and me too. of course, as always, and ever more so today, go fucking Broncos. Go Broncos, baby. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook, baby. <laughs>